Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Unrefined Podcast. I am your host, Tori Harper, and we are here for episode three. And I have gotten some amazing feedback and I've loved talking to so many people about this podcast and just hearing that y'all are listening and it's just been a really fun time and that's what's kept me going with this and I just love talking to the girlies out there and so I just want to say a big thank you. So this week we did another vote on the unrefined.podcast Instagram so if you're wanting a little bit of a say on what we talk about and voting then go definitely go and follow the Instagram account account because that's where everything is going to be but we voted and today we're going to be talking about seasonal depression and I get the feeling that a lot of people feel like they're they struggle with this and they don't really know where to start or what it is so we're going to dive into it and we're going to talk all about seasonal depression Uh, this is something that I personally have dealt with since I was about 19 years old and we'll get into that But first, I want to start by saying that I am not a professional. I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, so I cannot diagnose you. I can just tell you my experience and what has helped me. And if you feel like you are struggling with this, I do highly recommend going and seeing a therapist or going and seeking professional help. Uh, But I'll get more into that and my recommendations on that specifically and what I've done. So that I just want to put that disclaimer out there before we get started. So let's just let's just get into it. So what is seasonal depression? It is often known as SAD, S-A-D, seasonal affective disorder. It is a type of depression that happens every year during a specific season, usually winter time, but I have heard of people struggling with seasonal depression during the summertime. So it's not specific just to winter, but for today's purposes, we are talking about winter seasonal depression. And so symptoms can include lack of energy, feelings of hopelessness, and fortunately there are treatments for seasonal depression. Um, You can uh, be treated uh, medically with um, medication. Sorry, I couldn't think of it. Uh, I never have, but I just, there is professional help out there if it does start to go downhill pretty quickly. I also want to put out there a trigger warning now. If talking about this subject might trigger something for you, maybe just skip this episode and come back to next week where where we're not going to be talking about this. So, so, Let's get into my experience with seasonal depression. So my first experience with seasonal depression was when I was 19 years old. Growing up, I played basketball, which I had mentioned in my first podcast episode. And because basketball is a winter sport, I was always so busy and I always had something to do. And so I never really had any oncoming of that because I was just going all the time. And so when I was 19 years old, I moved up to Seattle, Washington, and I was playing basketball still, but it was, if you know, everyone knows that Seattle, it rains almost every day in the wintertime, and it's like this light, weird rain. It does not snow up there. I mean, it does sometimes, but it's not known for snowing, which is crazy. And so I was going through a rough time with the team I was on, and it was raining every single day and that was the first instance that I can remember of having seasonal depression and I didn't know what that what it was at the time and so through the years after I stopped playing after that year 
I, every winter, would get into this, the, the lack of energy, lack of motivation, and it would hit usually around the holidays, which is so weird because you think holidays are so fun and you have so much to do and it's Christmas and Thanksgiving and I just had no motivation to do any kind of holiday fun because I just would get this lack of energy and just want to lay in bed all day. And so when I finally started to realize that this pattern, it was a lot later in life. I was about 25 years old and I started seeing a therapist for some other purposes and he was the one who had mentioned and and asked and tested me specifically for the seasonal depression because I felt like I didn't deal with ongoing depression. Like it wasn't something that was so constant in my life every day that I struggled with. It was just this weird period of time through November to December. And so something that can also trigger seasonal depression is is potentially any kind of trauma around holidays or things like that. And so I just want to put that out there. Uh, I did not struggle with that specifically, but so he was the first one that brought this up and gave me some tips and, and tools to work through this seasonal depression. And so how I initially worked through it was I just loaded my schedule up and made myself as busy as possible through the holiday season. And that's not always good either because you're kind of just running from the problem. And then when things, if things slow down, it, it tends to make it a little bit worse. And so that was my initial way of doing that. But then uh, later, I started talking about it to people. I know it's a crazy concept. So the first person I really said it out loud to was my now husband. And I never wanted to admit that I had it. I struggled with any depression uh, because it was it was just always something that I was ashamed of and something that I prayed a lot about and wanted I just wanted to be gone and I, I wanted to be healed and, and it just wasn't happening. And so, excuse me. And so the first time that I said it out loud and mentioned it to my husband, he didn't quite understand because he doesn't deal with depression, but, uh, he helped me not lay in bed all day. He he very much noticed and was like, okay, let's go work out. Let's go do these things. And so, um, so he pushed me to not just wallow in the depression. And I can't express enough how much that specifically helped and just someone to talk to about it and someone to sit down that's close to you, that's in your everyday life, that's not just a therapist, uh, was so, so helpful. So that was kind of my first tip of confide in someone that you trust that's in your everyday life because you can go to a therapist. I went to a therapist and he was a Christian therapist and he was amazing and I got that once a week and I would leave on a high and I would get it all out but then it would be like a slow like decline in just this wave but when you are able to go out and tell someone in your daily life that you're feeling this way they can help you um work through the tips. So the next thing is telling someone in your daily life, but giving them an action plan because expecting someone in your life to just sympathize with you and know how to work through it, that's not very fair to that person. So 
we would sit down and I'd be like, when I'm in this mindset, these are the things that helps me. These are the things that I need you to do. And for me specifically, this is not for everyone. This I, this is very to the person, but I started to notice myself and, and realize who I was as a person. For him, I said, I need you to be hard on me. I need you to, because if you're just nice and let me do what I want to do and I'm just going to kind of do my own thing. Like, I need you to be hard on me. I need you to tell me to get out of bed. I need you to drag me in the car. I need you to physically make me drink the coffee, those things. Um, and he really took that and ran with it. And I'm really grateful for that. And to this day, we still, I have, sorry, we still have those action steps and he still checks in with me. Like the other day, I, I've been sick. And so the other day I was really feeling not well and we were at dinner and I was just quiet and all those things. And he checked in at that point. He's like, okay, are you sick or are you starting to feel depressed? Because around this time he'll start to check in with me. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm just sick. So, so having someone in your life that knows and is checking on, on you is huge. So here are a few other things that I do to help besides that. That's kind of the biggest one. Um, I always make sure that when I'm in, in that state, I get out of the house for the little things. I go do the grocery shopping. I don't let my husband do the grocery shopping. I go get the coffee. I go read the book at the coffee shop. I, I go and I get out of the house because so many times when it's cold outside in the winter, we isolate ourselves in our house and that's just going to make it worse. That is the next thing. Do not isolate yourself isolating yourself is only going to make it worse. And that is just, if that's my biggest tip on what not to do, don't isolate yourself. Make sure that you get out and you are seeing friends. Uh, the next thing is when I'm feeling this way, I tend to pray a lot. And so I'll talk to God a lot and I'll pray and I'll I'll just ask him to help me, guide me through this time. And that usually help, helps a lot talking to God and, and being able to confide in him and what I'm going through. And even though he already knows, um, and just asking for him to guide me through that time. And um, I have prayed for healing before and it just, that definitely helps. But I know that I just need him to guide me and show me how to get through through the the lull, if that makes sense. Um, and then and then the last thing I do is I make sure that I give myself projects during the winter. So I will sit down and I'll be like, okay, what do I need to do this winter? And I know a lot of people do spring cleaning. I do a lot of winter cleaning because I give myself those projects. I need to clean out this closet. I need to organize this. I need to do that. And it just keeps me busy and it keeps me motivated in my life to keep my mind like going. And so when I give myself these projects, it usually helps me, keeps my mind like stimulated. So I'm not just laying around in bed all day, if that makes sense. So that is mainly the tips and tricks I have for seasonal depression. I want to do something kind of fun today. Uh, so I wanted to go through a couple Reddit questions that I have and on seasonal depression. Um, so let me pull that up really quickly. Okay, we're back on. 
So I have a couple of Reddit questions that I want to go over related to seasonal depression. And I thought it'd be like a fun way because I feel like a lot of people post on Reddit and a lot of people relate. And so here is the first Reddit question. How do you combat seasonal depression? Hey everyone, as the year starts to come to a close and the weather gets gloomier, I know a lot of us fall victim to the phenomenon we call seasonal depression. Days seem to become longer and our tempers become shorter. Getting to the realm of productivity, our goals don't just disappear during the fall and winter months. We need to find a way to keep working towards our goals while maintaining a stable and healthy mindset. I'm interested to hear our current current best solution what are things that you have done to enhance your motivation and propel you through these months and what doesn't work so the main thing I want to focus on with this question is what doesn't work with seasonal depression because there have been a few things that I've learned over the years that I'm like okay I don't need to do that again so what is not working so um extra sleeping that is a big one for me. If I feel like I, there's extra sleeping when my body needs it because I work out a lot and then there's extra sleeping because I'm feeling down in the dumps. And so making myself get out of bed is a huge thing for me and being on a routine and keeping myself to a schedule of like, okay, I'm not going to sleep past 930 or I'm not going to sleep past nine and really making myself get out of bed is huge so that that's the first thing uh the second thing is staying in my pjs all day i make myself get out of bed and then i make myself get ready for the day we all know that making ourselves get ready for the day makes us feel more productive and like we can just take on the world and so that is a huge one is make sure whatever that is curling your hair doing your makeup putting on nice clothes for me it's doing my hair and makeup I can kind of get away with the clothes but do not say in your pjs put on the bra put on the shorts or the leggings it doesn't have to be fancy um just make yourself get ready for the day and then also getting out of my routine so I have a routine when it comes to my workout routine with eating with I set up a routine for myself and if I let myself just completely get out of out of my routine it tends to make it worse and so I would just really recommend keeping with your morning routine and your before bed routine and not staying up too late and things like that and then the last thing is binge watching tv if I sit on the couch and I binge watch tv all day it just puts me deeper in that mood of just unmotivated and I could do this all day every day and just kind of being feeling sorry for myself so binge watching tv is not the way to go because then I even start to move to the bedroom and binge watch tv in my bed and things like that so I just recommend keeping your routine uh keep to your sleep schedule don't do all the extra sleeping um don't make sure you get ready for the day and then uh just turn off watch your show turn off the tv not you know, uh, so those are my big tips on what doesn't work and what I've done in the past that has kind of made this the situation worse. So let's go to another one. I have another one. So being proactive with seasonal depression. It's that time of year where it's not long before the days will be short, cold, and snowy, which isn't the case for me because I'm in Texas, which honestly kind of makes it worse because we don't have snow 
and I know we don't usually get snowed in, we get like one ice storm, but it's just cold and windy, and there's no fun snow activities to do, so, and I'll get into that, um, I get a lot of enjoyment from spending time outdoors in the summer, same, but in the winter, I really dislike the cold snow, and it tends to result in me not wanting to be outside much at all, which is not good for seasonal depression. I'm looking for tips to help prevent seasonal depression, winter activities, good daily slash weekly habits to build before things get too cold, and solidarity from others who experience this every winter. Okay, so let's talk about winter activities because I did mention keeping yourself busy. So when it comes to winter activities, here are some things that I do that I really like. Uh, So going and seeing a movie, bowling. Sean really likes to go bowling. I'm not very good at it. Um, Arcade. We go to the arcade. It's so fun. Even as an adult, try it. There are bars at arcades. So if you want to like have a little like little like drink and go and play games, it's super fun. Um, Definitely going to like dinner, brunch with friends, things like that. That's super important. And then you can have, if you do live in an area where it snows and it's cold, um, I, last year we went up to Washington state and I was able to go, uh, tube sledding and it is so fun. Like there's so many fun snow things that you can do, snowboard, snowboarding, skiing. Like there's just a lot of things that you can do, take up new, uh, snow hobbies, uh, snowmobiling, things like that. So just things like that. If you live in a snowy area, maybe getting into snow sports could be super fun and like, and keep you busy. And then ice skating is another one. If you've never been ice skating, it's super fun. Even if you're bad at it, it, you can get better, I promise. Um, I put winter cleaning slash organizing, which I had mentioned. So giving yourself projects. Um, And then going to church. So if that's something that you enjoy and that you do, I recommend during the winter making it a high priority just to go to church every Sunday. I always leave church feeling better and just on a high and meeting people and it's such a good place to um, build a community. And so uh, church and then also like Bible studies. If your church offers Bible studies in the wintertime, I highly recommend joining a group whether it's a women's group or a co-ed group or one of those things. So church, definitely take advantage of that during specific or especially during the winter, obviously in the summer too, but, but that could be a really good thing to keep your mindset in the right place. And then, um, fun, you can also start having fun with uh, social media. So like making fun social media videos and just having a fun, a that's something that's fun to me. So I always want to encourage other people to do that. If there's something you enjoy and that you think you can connect with people online, that's something that can keep you motivated and uh, just in the right mindset. So making fun social media videos could be such a good thing that you could do at home. Another thing you can do at home with like your spouse or if you do live with people is playing card games and board games. And that always like lifts the mood. And so uh, really just making sure that you're putting in the time to have have some fun. And then the last thing I put on here is volunteering. So the winter is such a good time to volunteer. If you think you're going through a rough time, there are definitely, definitely people out there that are struggling that might not have a home or things like that. And so there are multiple places you can go volunteer, whether it's the homeless shelter and, um, 
handing out blankets or handing out food and there's just so many amazing opportunities to go volunteer to help those less fortunate and that is something that will definitely help keep your mental in the right place and less of like my life is so terrible because I know that's where your mind goes like my my brain goes to wow my life sucks and so if you can give back to those who are really actually really going through a hard time that that is a really good way to keep your mental in the right place and then also animal shelters I know animal shelters during the winter because I've volunteered and I've also worked at animal um, places that during the winter they have a lull in volunteers because it is cold and those animals need just as much love and attention and they and uh, just getting that if you might not be able to have animals or something like that, or if you do have animals, giving back to those animals is just a great way to volunteer during the winter. So I really recommend uh, going and volunteering. So those are my recommendations when it comes to things that you can do during the winter that will kind of help boost with your mood with that seasonal depression. So let's do another one. I'm just going to click on an, on a random one. All right. Anyone else dreading the upcoming seasonal depression? Every year I find myself dreading this season. The lack of sun, the cold. I've lived in Canada my whole life and still am not used to it. I take victim, vi or, sorry. <laughs> I take vitamin D drops every day, but the gloominess outside just takes away my motivation and will to experience my joy outdoors. This season just makes me want to stay inside and isolate. I'm not sure I want to live in Canada for the rest of my life for this reason, any advice or similar feelings. So specifically for this one, this person lives in Canada, obviously. Uh, and I'll just say that no matter where you live, unless you live in like Florida or, or somewhere that's constantly high temperatures. Um, and even then in the summer, Sometimes it can get so hot that people get summer seasonal depression from my experience. And I would just say that moving, I don't know if that's going to solve the problem. I also have taken vitamin D drops and uh, pills and that personally has not helped me with the seasonal depression. So really keeping my mind stimulated and myself busy and the things I mentioned are the things that help the most and just being intentional. With this, uh, let's talk about the season is coming and you necessarily haven't felt the oncoming of the seasonal depression yet. What can you do to prevent it? I'm going to be very honest with you about this one because I could say there's all these ways you can prevent it. I have tried to do all of the perfect things to prevent seasonal depression and I have yet to be able to do that. I without a doubt every single year it hits and I just want to say that when it does hit and you feel your mindset going to that place because those people out there that I've dealt with any kind of depression know what I'm talking about when you feel your mind going to that place one thing I like to remind myself is just to take it one day at a time continue to work through the things that I know help uh, especially talking to my husband about it and just reminding yourself that the next day is going to potentially be better and just take it one day at a time. Uh, don't be so hard on yourself and just continually remind yourself one day at a time and working through the things that make yourself feel better. Um, and we went over everything. So that's just my recommendation. 
So that is all I have for today's episode. I know it's kind of a shorter one, um, about 25 minutes, but I really like talking about that subject and I hope that if anyone else out there struggles with this, that some of these things might have helped you. Uh, These are things that I've learned over almost 10 years of dealing with this and so I wanted to put it all in one place and potentially help anyone else that might be dealing with this. If you personally deal with this, uh, I definitely recommend a therapist. Specifically, I when I look for ther- a therapist, I look for a Christian therapist just for my personal beliefs and they work through with me on the things and they pray with me and they walk me through action steps and encourage me to get um, a group of people or sorry, they encourage me to find spiritual family that will help and pray for me through this as well. And so there are Christian therapists out there. I would highly recommend going to your church and asking them for their recommendations. That's where I personally found my Christian therapist. And so they usually have a lot of resources for that. So that's just my recommendation on that front. And then also, if this is something that you deal with, definitely talk to people about it. There's not really a stigma on this anymore. A lot of people talk about depression and anxiety, but definitely letting people in your life know is gonna is a big game changer. So that I just want to continue to harp on that. So that's all I have for this week on seasonal depression and this topic. I want to say a big thank you to everyone who's been listening to my podcast. I really want to get guests on here soon and so stay tuned for that. I kind of have a plan and and some thoughts in mind. If you personally have anything related to any of the episodes I've dropped that you want to talk to me about, definitely DM me. You can DM me on the unrefined.podcast Instagram or on my personal Instagram, um, which is Tori Freeguard. And that's it. And next week, I will have another poll out on the unrefined.podcast Instagram. So make sure that you go and follow that so you can vote on the next podcast topic. And I can't wait to talk to y'all next week. See y'all.